Um, hello and welcome to the Dr. Kirsten Show. I'm so excited to have you all with us today. Uh, today I have my sister with me, Tia, Tia Wright. Uh, we have a great episode. We're going to be talking about um, if you're someone who is super consistent with your nutrition, with your fitness, with your sleep and recovery and all of those things, you're just doing all of the things, putting in effort is not a problem for you. You are just, you know, you've got it all dialed in, but, but you're not seeing the results that you're looking for. So something isn't working. This episode is for you today. So Tia, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk about this. One of my favorite topics. Yes, we have so many great things. Um, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit? Okay, so I, um, my name is Tia. I um, own a, a gym in Bentonville, Arkansas, which is very exciting. It's brand new. And um, I also do online transformational coaching and work closely with clients who on this topic, like generally are, they've stopped seeing results and they're looking for um, the the new thing that they need, the next layer of health, uh, which we're going to chat about today. So, um, I come from like the CrossFit world, but have largely found, largely found a massive passion in, um, bringing how we show up (laughs) and our mindset into that fitness and health world, um, with diet and sleep and fitness. So that is me. Awesome. (laughs) So yeah, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Um, this has been something that you and I have been talking about for a long time. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to, to get to do this together. Um, okay. So like, why don't we just dive, dive right in? I was just thinking yes. like, there's so many things that we could, we could talk about, but, um, yeah, we'll just jump right in. So, you know, I think one of the things, and this is gonna be very conversational, like you and I going kind of like back and forth as far as like, oh, I don't so really have it. specific questions for you. We've lived our whole life together. I we know. <laughs> I know. Um, but I think one of the things that, you know, as, as you and I were kind of chatting about this and like what we see consistently, right. With clients, with people we've worked with also with people we haven't necessarily worked with, but we've talked to a lot of people (laughs) that have kind of been in this, in, in this scenario. Um, you know, what are like, I think some of the things that I see a lot, right. Are that, uh, we can be doing all of the things, right. A lot of people are not afraid of putting in effort it's not necessarily like a willpower problem mm-hmm. there because there's so many people that like are doing the, I mean, there's some people that are like tracking macros and eating cleaner than I have ever <laughs> in Even my entire life, yeah. <laughs> you know? And then they're also working out an hour, two hours a day, if not more. Um, you know, and they're, they're, you know, their sleep styled in, they've, they're optimizing recovery. They're making sure they're staying hydrated, right? They're doing all of the things that we like say to do. Um, but then they're just not seeing what, like the result that they're looking for, whether that's a, a actual like fitness result that they're looking for, whether that's a, a body image, like, um, you know, if it's, it's losing weight or leaning out or something like that, the body composition goal that they have. Or 
maybe something entirely different. You know, I think you and I see this also in the health world a lot where people are doing all of the things and they're still dealing with like chronic symptoms or, you know, the, Mm -hmm. the condition that they started with just hasn't necessarily improved a whole, maybe it's improved some, but it hasn't improved as much as they expected, you know, Mm -hmm. um, taking all the supplements, doing all the things. And one of the things I think that you and I have really honed in on, especially in the like transformational world and transformational medicine and, 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 um, all of that is that there's a lot more going on behind the scenes with the mind and the subconscious Mm -hmm. mind that's really setting up, um, like what, what the reality is. It's not about what the results are that they're doing. Right. It's about the things that are going on, um, before that, um, yeah. Okay. So I have like a question, but like, I'm just kind of curious to like, hear your thoughts on like, what are some of the most common things that you see as far as like you and I both have different, um, things that we've seen with our clients, as far as like the beliefs and things that kind of go into that. But like, what's the, what's the thing that you see the most, as far as like the power of, of the brain and the subconscious mind and the, and the mindset piece? Mm. Well, I think it's first really important to set up the um like what is that consistency and what is the minimum level of standard that someone wouldn't be seeing results because i think that there there's like this notion that if i just do the things like if someone just lays out everything to do i've heard this so many times people just say please just build me the plan and i'll do it oh yeah like i would just just give me the meal plan and absolutely i'll write you a meal plan yeah um i can I can write you a meal plan. I can give you the perfect fitness regimen and that still may not promise results. And that's like the most common thing I see. So like, what is the minimum that people need to be doing in order to see those results? And this is what is crazy. And this is where you figure out like what we have seen, which is if you are showing up consistently in a like a minimum standard to see results, then why are we not seeing those results and starting to ask those questions? And instead of doing, you know, um, instead of being more and more and more consistent and people just relying on doing all of the things we have to look at maybe what's outside of that box that we haven't checked yet. What, what is it that hasn't been approached? So the consistency, in my opinion, like to be really, really, really fit. Like if you want to be, you know, uh, an Ironman, a triathlete, um, if you want to go to the yeah. CrossFit games, if you want to go national level, like weightlifter, whatever that looks like, you're obviously going to be training a lot. You yeah. are not, this is not the category. We are talking about what does it take to be generally healthy and fit for your body to be sustaining and feel good and look good and for you to feel healthy. And in my opinion, that is anywhere between three to five workout sessions a week. No more, no less. <laughs> like three to five. You're getting your heart rate elevated. You're doing some strength training and you're you're doing that, right? You hit consistency. So if you are if you are going to the gym three to five times a week, you're doing some form of strength, some form of metabolic conditioning, you get your heart rate raised, you work on flexibility. Yeah. Outside of the gym, you've done a general amount of reducing processed foods. Mm -hmm. You drink a general amount of good water. (laughs) Um, You reduce sugar as much as you can. Then 
why are those results not showing up? Because for me, that is a base minimum of let's move the needle forward for you and see what we can do there. And what we have found is that the missing piece is the mindset. It's yeah. about how we are showing up when we are doing those things. It's not about do, 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 because if you are doing and doing and doing, and it is coming from a place of, if I don't do this, I'm going to be a bad person. Or if I don't do this, then it means I've failed. Or if I don't do this, people will view me as a certain way. Then we could be blocking ourselves from results, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And let's be clear on that too, like a little more specific, um, from like the food and nutrition side, we're also talking about like people who are eating enough protein, like they know they're getting enough protein in for where their like body is. Right. So this is for everyone, at least over a hundred grams of protein a day, it's going to be higher depending on how tall you are and what, you know, all of that. But like, this is also, I just want to make sure we're really clear here that we're not also just saying like, generally eating healthy we're talking about like people who are doing the things like you you know where your fat and your carbohydrate numbers are going to be and you're not under eating on protein which is then causing you to eat more carbohydrates per your day like we're not talking about people who have that we're talking about people who have done all of these things like you are consistent mm -hmm. with all of that. And I want to make sure we're super specific there because we're also talking about like being at the gym three to five times a week. Like mm -hmm. this is, this is stuff that people have, you know, you're, you're sitting here listening to this and you're like, yes, I do literally all of those things. Like, mm -hmm. and I've been at this for a while now, like not yeah. just talking about a week, not just talking about a month, not just talking yeah. about like, you know, I, I dabbled in it for a little bit and then I kind of got off again and then I kind of dabbled in it and then I got off again. No, I'm like talking about people mm -hmm. who have potentially been doing this for like a year or yeah. more and they're still in this like space of nothing has changed. Yes. And it can also be that you've seen progress, but if you've been at this for years and you're still battling with obesity or you're still battling with some serious health problems, you're still my, my favorite go-to is like inconsistent stool or bowel movements. Cause I feel yeah. like poop is the answer to everything. Um, yeah, yeah, but, um, totally. you know, if you're, you're seeing improvements, maybe you are making some incremental growth, but like at, at what point are you after years of being consistent are going to be like, oh, maybe I should expand my horizons and see what else is available to help this progress show up for me. Yeah. So um, it, it may be that you're not seeing results at all, but it may also be that you're seeing very little results and we just want more for results, the bigger amount of results. effort that you're putting in. Yeah. Like it just seems a little ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had that, like I was looking right and left and like I, I have a whole spiel on comparison, but I was looking right and left and comparing and thinking if I... If, if I am doing all of the same things that this person is doing, like, obviously that's very hard to compare because you would have to follow them around every day. But if I'm doing the same habits, the same fitness regimen, the same nutrition plan, shouldn't I be seeing the same results? Shouldn't my body eventually take shape and look like this really fit person that's next to me? And I was like, how come I don't? What is the answer? And for me, like, exactly my story. Like it was all about who I was being during those habits. So mm -hmm. it really, it really was like, I was doing all of the things I was showing up to the gym consistently. And I had done that for years, like a lot of years, like six years. 
And I had tried paleo and I had done the keto thing and I had done the, you name it, the sugar cuts. And I've done the juice cleanses and the, the veggie only thing I've done. I've done it all right. And nothing launched those results for me. Like working on who I'd be in addition to doing all of the things. It really was adding this other element that launched me into like a new level of health and value. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, so let's kind of introduce that and dive into that a little bit because like the being part of it, which I like to call, you know, kind of like the, the mindset piece, that's the, the precursor, what's going on in the subconscious mind. What do you mean by how, like who people are being when they're doing something? Yeah. So this takes a little bit of awareness because for the most part, all we know when we do stuff is how we do it. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it takes some awareness to be like, Mm -hmm. how are other people being when they do it? Right. What else are other people thinking when they Mm -hmm. do this thing? What are they thinking about? What are they, um, maybe how do they feel when they do it? So for, um, just some like quick awareness, like snippets, right. A really quick way to like pay attention would be like, how do I feel when, I have, I make all of my food for the week. How do I feel or what am I thinking about when I food prep and go to the store every week? Yeah. Like, are I you complaining about, about it? Yeah. Are you whining? Are you daunted by it, but you do it mm-hmm. anyways? Are you um, stressed out that if you don't do it, you won't get the results? Like, are you held accountable to like a really massive level that there is no balance? Are you like, if I slip up here, then I might as well just quit the whole thing. Like what, like who, like, what are you thinking when you are doing and doing and doing and doing and doing? Um, And that is like what we're talking about here. It is the mindset. The other thing to look at in the gym, this is a big area that I observe every day is who are you being when you make a, or like you miss a lift and you get really mad and you are thriving on that anger to get you through a workout or you are thriving on that anger to propel you to your next PR, right? Or who are you being when you are in the middle of a really, really, really crappy workout and all you can think about is wanting to stop or that you're just not good enough yet. So these are the things that we are talking about as far as like your mindset while you are doing the things. Mm Mm-hmm really important. And this is not, you know, I know that the majority of people that we're talking to are, are, we maybe would call like maybe classify themselves as like fitness enthusiasts or just like in general, you just want to be healthy for like, go getters. Yeah. You just want to be, just want to, you just want to feel good and, you know, stay healthy and do all the things, um, age well, uh, longevity being Mm. one of the like really big ones. Right. Um, but this, I, I also see all the way up to the pro level, like, uh, you know, people that if you listen to the words that they use, like you'll see this all the way up. So it really, I mean, it's just a, it's a human thing that it's, it's paying attention and you, and you'll see it too. Like people who are still not getting the results that they're looking for, listen and like, like look at the words that they're using. Um, you, it, it's really, I don't want to call anybody out, but like, it's really fascinating to kind of just look around and just see like, 
who's who's doing what and how are they explaining and describing what's going on in their world which with social mm-hmm. media nowadays you can do that pretty well if they're yeah. you know kind of sharing honestly but the the I think that's a really uh interesting thing to ask because a lot of the times we can by using words and using language and by asking the right questions we can find people who are have done what we've wanted to do, who have been successful at what we're, Mm. what we're wanting to achieve. And we can ask them these questions like, Hey, Mm. what do you think about what's going through your mind? Do you, have you ever uh, dealt with this feeling or this thought? Um, Has this ever come up for you? What worked for you to like move past that? Um, Because there's, there's a lot to learn there. Um, And, and it may even bring up you know, some things of where you're, you can have more awareness around maybe something you didn't know was there too. Um, so I, think, yeah. I actually think that's a really, really good point. Cause I, I think a lot of times you hear like, well, just, and, and this is also still very important. It's like, be aware of what's going on in your mind as well. Yeah. Um, but you can also yeah, so- ask people who've been successful too, like, how did you do it? <laughs> Totally. Well, yeah. Okay. So this is, this is like the next level, right? So why is, why would that possibly be important? Because here's, what's crazy is you can survive on, um, on that anger fueling you to do your workout. If you want to go for it, you can survive on the thing that propels you to get to the workout every day is, um, not feeling like a piece of crap. (laughs) Sure. That's, if that's what you want to live off of, by all means, you can do that. Now, the difference here is um, I personally want to live the most alive life possible. And I know how I feel and what happens to my energy and my confidence when I am surrounded by or motivated by something that's very negative. When I'm when I'm put in a position and constantly generating that every day um, in a space that's just meh, or Mm -hmm. it's just so charged in such a negative way, it also influences the people around you, whether you know it or not, but a whole nother conversation. So um, for me, I wanted to make everything that I did a, not necessarily like a positive experience, but at least a neutral one. I didn't want to have any of these pieces, at least with my health and my relationships that were going to be from a negative place. And and what I mean by negative is, and this is kind of what you were, you were talking about with like, what, what have these pros done? Like what, what are the most successful people doing? And can we like go off of a, a set of beliefs that they have? And that's kind of what we're getting at here too, is like, is there a possibility that you could be really, really, really successful and not be super hard on yourself? That's yeah. mind blowing for so many people to think that um, you could be kind to yourself and that you could be okay with not hitting your expectation for the day and still having a neutral or positive attitude about it yeah. because people thrive on the... Um, the, I need to do this, need to do it, need to do it. And if I don't do enough, then am I, am I doing enough? Or even the, um, I'm never going to see the results. So I got to keep going. 
or I don't, you know, there's a lot that's underneath that. And if we don't have a set of beliefs that are coming from a place of like, um, uh, I am good enough or I am worthy of results or I am worthy of, of spending time and energy on me. Right. What about like, what about like who mm -hmm. you be about like self-love? What about all that negative self-talk that you have during a workout? Like how is that affecting every cell in your body on a negative level? Right. So um, it's a, it's really a lot more about what is underneath that's coming up to the surface and creating those behaviors. And, um, when you live in a negative space, this is something you could absolutely touch on here, but, um, when you live in that negative space, like what is that doing to your cortisol levels? What is that doing to your energy? What is that doing to the baseline amount of stress that's in your life? Yeah. And uh, like how that can affect your health and your systems. Well, I think that's something we see a lot in like our up-level program, right? It was like, I think you and I started out with this and had no idea what, like, it's so funny to me because we started it to like help people with like gut health and like kind of the mindsets <laughs> thing around a lot of that. But the one thing that has come out of it the most is that like almost every single person that's gone through it has uh, reduced that negative like self-talk they've they've seen a yeah. literal like dump of these like heavy bricks and like backpacks that they've just been carrying of just this constant negative thought spiral about themselves or about their lack of results or like whatever it is that they're going yeah, through or what they look like or yeah. how they're showing up yeah yeah and it's just this heavy weight that like i i don't think a lot of people realize when you carry that with you every single day and that's the constant like narrative that's going on over and over and over again the a freedom that you get when you don't have that constant narrative going on all the time is wild it is and this is where like you don't so know what liberating you don't know. right yeah. Like you just don't know what you don't know. So if you are living a life where you have this like massive negative self-talk and you probably well know that you shouldn't be speaking to yourself like that because yeah, like, but like, how do you stop it? How do you stop that? Do I even have control of it? Like you're right. asking the question, like, can I even have control over that? Right. That's um, the ego and, coming in. <laughs> right. Is the and, how. Um, and like, mm -hmm. you don't know what you don't know. So like, you're just living this life with this burden and then when you see that, that, that can be minimized and can be, um, I want to use the word controlled, but I would say more like resource, like you yeah. can have the resources to help manage it Yeah, because it doesn't really ever fully go away. Cause I think it's part of the human experience, but, um, but when you have the tools to, you know, work with it and, um, change how you are thinking, then, um, a lot of that stress decreases. And then you find so much more joy, just like naturally in being, you find more joy in working out. You find more joy in eating healthy. You find a, a love and a passion mm -hmm. for doing these things that do help you show up and sustain yourself and life. And I think that's where you can, you know, you could also see a very positive benefit of results. Yep. It's regulating that nervous system, right? Like so many people talk about like adrenal fatigue and, and cortisol and all this stuff. And really all that it really is, is nervous system imbalance. That's really it. And so yeah. what do you got to do? 
regulate the nervous system. If you're constantly, I was just talking with a client this morning. She was like living in a state of survival constantly Mm. is so draining. This is not, it's just not a great way to live. Mm -hmm. Living in a constant state of survival. Yeah, absolutely. It's so hard on the nervous system. It's not a fun way to live, but I think a lot of people are there. Like I was just, I mean, I was just talking to a client this morning. This is her, her whole, you know, stories. Like this is the it's, and it's been that way for like a decade. Yeah. And, and I so think it's really tough. Yeah. I mean, people, I mean, this is, this is like all up in like what we do with people as far as like breakthroughs go, but you do, you don't, it's not just like, oh, I'm not stressed in life. Like that your day-to-day is fine. And maybe you're repressing how you feel. It's not about that. It's about like what happened in your life that you may not know about or know about that you are carrying along with you that either formed a set of beliefs or is just a stored and repressed negative emotion in the unconscious mind. Like, have we dove in, is that the right word? Dove in, dived, <laughs> dove in and figured out what is undercover there to potentially see how that can affect your results as well. So yeah. that's where I think bypassing the mindset, like people, oh my gosh, this is totally an awesome rabbit hole, but people wonder all the time, like why injuries happen if you're moving so well. And I'm like, hello, like this is a capacity conversation. You're carrying, you're carrying 10 backpacks with 10 bricks in them because Um, And this is going to sound really insensitive, but I mean it in the most compassionate way because you're carrying um, abuse trauma and you're carrying money stress that you don't know about. And you're carrying um, like self-worth things and you're carrying, um, you know, loss and grief of a family member that you haven't fully grieved. Like you're carrying these things with you and not processing them. And maybe you left them in the, in the past and you didn't have the tools then And that is where like, yeah, you bet something could happen in life. It could be extremely small that can affect your physical body and your body can break down and you can end up with an injury. Like absolutely that can happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually um, emotions being a cause of injuries are really, it's a very fascinating topic to dive into, which we probably won't do today, but I did want to like kind of jump into that though. I mean, as far as like the bypassing mindset piece and like so many people in this, in this arena, especially who are super consistent that we're, you know, really just talking about today, they oftentimes repression of emotions and seeing emotions as weakness is a thing Mm. that that definitely comes up a lot. I mean, I, I mean, I've, that was me. I like over, (laughs) yeah. I mean, like, I think it was when I first started a lot of this journey. Um, one of the things that came out of my mouth was that I don't do emotions. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, Hello robot. I mean, the reality is though, is like, I was also super anxious. I was, um, you know, just having like all sorts of like, um, I mean, I was like frustrated all the time. Um, I was burned out. I was overwhelmed. I was like, you know, bottling up so much stuff. And then it would come out at literally like the worst and most embarrassing times. Um, We also came from the generation where, um, you know, it was, if you fall, your parents were like, get back up. You're fine. (laughs) Yeah. That's also true. 
And there, there is a place for that. I agree. There is a thousand percent a place for that. But that was kind of the premise was you're doing fine. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. Get back up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and also, you know, I t- too, I think it's a lot of people on at least my, my, in my world know that part of my story is that I had endometriosis. So like one of the really common things with that is that um, yes, it's an inflammatory condition and yes, we want to look at the nervous system and stress and all of those things. But one of the very, very common things with endometriosis is, um, dissociation. So it is literally this like idea of not wanting to look at all of the like negative stuff or like not even negative, but just like the stuff that has happened that created the desire to dissociate, to not feel Mm. safe in like my own body. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, then that's such a big one that not wanting to like face emotions and process them and learn how to work with them and what they do for us, like just avoiding all of that. I mean, having so much doubt in myself, like so not much believing more painful. in myself. It is, it is, especially too, when you think about like, especially from an endometriosis standpoint, every single yeah, month absolutely. you're dealing with so much physical body pain. Um, it's it like now being on the other side, on the flip side, like way worth it to like actually go. Don't know what you don't stuff, know. Right. Again. Yep. You don't know what you don't know, but this is like what we're talking about. Like all a lot of these beliefs here that, you know, I even just mentioned, right. Like not believing in yourself or, and having a lot of self doubt or like not feeling safe in your own body or, um, mm-hmm. you know, repressing emotions, like emotions aren't safe. Right. Yeah. Like expressing emotion isn't all of these are are really, really common beliefs that are associated a lot of the times with why we're not seeing the results we're looking for, regardless of how consistent we are. Yeah, I mean, this is like we were talking about how ne- how negative emotions or negative experiences could be, you know, increasing cortisol levels and how cortisol levels can throw off your hormones and that right like it's all connected but this this is like a whole nother level here this is your um your unconscious mind literally holding you back from seeing those results i mean like what's what's a good metaphor here um so you play a game with someone that says the first person to see mickey mouse somewhere wins called manifestations and then you're like going throughout your day going throughout your day and all of a sudden you see mickey mouse like on I don't know, the side of someone's house. And you're like, oh my gosh, I've never seen that before. Mm. I've never seen that before. Mm -hmm. And then you But yet you've walked that loop like 20 times. You've driven it, you've walked it, whatever. Yeah. You've seen it. You ask them how long it's been there, and they're like, Oh, yo, we've had that there for like three years. And so, like all of a sudden, you paid attention to something and your unconscious mind said, Now I'm paying attention to it. So that is the same thing as if someone has an unconscious belief system that says it is unsafe to be seen, Mm -hmm. of course, your body is going to hide itself a bit with, you know, you mentioned this, like the puffy coat, like you're going to put on a layer and it's going to help you hide a little bit. It might keep you a little bit more comfortable so that people can't actually see you. You might feel like you blend in. And so if we have that belief, which you may not even know you had, like I didn't even know I didn't believe in myself until I started doing this work. I was yeah. just sick and tired of not seeing the results I wanted. Yeah. But um, I needed a coach to help me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like 
I mean, that's what started it all for both of us was when mm -hmm. I hired my coach and it just like completely transformed everything for me. And that was like, um, look, so that was 2017, 18, um, which means I had been doing fitness and working on fitness for eight years, eight years. I was trying and trying and trying to see certain results and they didn't necessarily show up the way I wanted until I started working on what was happening. What, like I just bypassed my mindset the whole time. People told me I was happy. People told me that I was super energetic and people told me that like the way that my mindset was, was actually what got me so fit, which I believed like there are things that I did that were really beneficial in my fitness process. It was like, uh, I want to be able to do a push up, got a push up. And then I was like, what's next? I want to be able to do a handstand push up. And I didn't put a cap or a limit on me being able to do that next skill. I just was like, I'm going to show up and do it. But it was about like, for me, when I stopped seeing the results or I wanted to see more results, it was what is underneath? What mm -hmm. is the mindset that I don't have that these other successful people have that Do I have. need to mm -hmm. adopt? What yeah. is it that I don't have? And like you talked about that with like running a triathlon, right? That's, yeah. that's what we're talking about here. But the bypassing the mindset, you're just doing all of the things, doing, 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 doing. And it's a little bit of insanity because if you're like, okay, I want to see more results. You're going to, you know, you're going to do, 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 and you're going to do the same things over and over again and expect different results. That's insanity. Like we are looking for, yeah. we are looking for the results that might come from a different recipe. Yep. And so if you bypass the mindset, you may be missing out on that. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I mean, this also was like kind of the, the, the person too, that like, chases different programs right so like you start out and you're like okay it's the shiny new program so I'm going to go jump into that and then you kind of get stuck in the same loop which then leads to you feeling pretty discouraged because nothing ever changes <laughs> and it's the same thing over and over and over and over again and you just end up jumping from thing to thing to thing um, and nothing ever really gets you where you want to go Mm -hmm. I definitely like looking back on the whole system and the whole process that I went through and getting to where I am now, I just simply could not have done it without a coach because knowing what I know now, like, yeah. especially bless myself, but my, one of my weaknesses is mine is blind spots. Um, and we all have blind spots. Like we all have things that we can't see about ourselves because that is like, we view things from our own lenses, but, um, what my coach did for me was help me view those blind spots and hold me to a higher level and say, this, this is where we need to grow. This is where you can be happier and freer and more joyful and laugh more and enjoy the process more. And, mm -hmm. um, that meant mm -hmm. the world to me because that meant that the things that I already loved, I could love even more. Mm -hmm. that meant that how I was already doing decent, I could be even better. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think ultimately that's what it's all about for you and I, is we would just love to see people up level all of the areas in their life. We would love to see people 
take what is already happening for them and make it even better. Right. And I mean, you, you began this journey with depression. I began my journey with depression, anxiety, like all of that. And like, I was, I was okay being like less than okay. But when I got the coach, I realized that there was so much more available for me that like, it really was a saving grace and I would never turn back. And I would, I would like, it was the most life-changing thing for me. And Mm -hmm. so like, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about living your best life. You only get so many days here and you are only going to happen in this exact happenstance once. These cells are only coming together for you in this way ever, like one time in this life ever again. And I personally just want to live the best life possible. And if that means that I can rewrite some of the programming and that's going to help me be happier and that's going to help me be more joyful and that's going to help me help other people and love the things that I do more than I'm all in like yeah and be present with your family and to thrive instead of surviving like yeah yes like yes yeah that's that is it so Mm -hmm. so okay um I love where that like kind of like looped into. So if somebody was dealing with some of like, if, if somebody's like, yep, this is me, like everything that you just said, um, what, it, and I, th- I just want to address this, this, cause I, I know that this is a question that I used to ask. Cause I used to be like, and then we'll, we'll wrap this up, but the question that I used, I would be like, okay, yeah. So like, obviously like I've got these, these limiting beliefs or these things that like very clearly I, I identify with like all of those things that you just said. Um, but like, no matter what I do, I'm like meditating and I'm, you know, you're telling me that I can choose something different and I can have a different belief and I can do these things, um, that I need to just take action I need to just take action and, you know, do this, or I I need to take more time and rest. Uh, You're telling me that if I have more time than like, and I rest more than like the results will show up. Um, I used to get so frustrated with that because I, nothing would ever shift for me Mm. when I would do those kinds of things. And like, even though I was like, like I got it. I was like, yeah, sure. I can see how this is, this is a problem. Um, but like, I don't actually know, like, how do we Mm -hmm. actually shift that? Um, can you without, I mean, like, obviously we don't need to go into like all the techniques and the things, but like, can you at least speak to like what we do essentially? Right. Which is like how we shift that subconscious mind and that it actually is possible. Yeah, absolutely. So every time we experience an event, there's just a little neurological pathway that runs down all your whole body, it's your mind-body connection. And that event is going, you're gonna experience certain things. You're gonna experience either like a, an emotion, a happy emotion, or you're it's just gonna be positive or negative, or it's neutral, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And every time, well, then it happens the first time, and say it's anxiety, you get anxious. So this event happens, you get anxious. And then every time that uh, something similar to that event or that event happens, or you think about that event, it is going to lift, it's going to light up and stimulate that neural pathway. And so we call that like the programming. It's essentially like what our computer program, like what is happening? It's the coding 
of our nervous system and of what what we believe to be true about the world, which is that event equals anxiety. That event means I might die, whatever it is. And um, what we do is we re we shake up and we put fresh snow. We just wipe the slate clean. And then we help you decide what you want that new programming to look like, that new software. And we use a series of tools um, that we're both trained in to help put that fresh snow all over that blank slate. And then we help you with tasking. We help you rewrite what that new wiring is going to be like. And you can get those, those tools are, you know, you can do them with the specific techniques that we have, but we can also do them with like reframes are a really powerful way to get that. It's like at the root level, transformation on this level is just a giant perspective change. Mm-hmm. It's seeing the world and seeing the event and life differently than you saw it before. And that is what this does. But you and I both are are certified in these specific techniques because we've found that they help you see results really fast. Yeah. Like we wanted to pinpoint, get down to the thing, know, know what the underlying issue was and then be able to work through it, reframe it and show the unconscious mind this new way of being like that in a session. And I'll even add into that. So that addressed like the emotions part of it, but also we create beliefs in mm-hmm. these different situations and events that happen in our life that that help us to get through the whatever it is that's going on, right? So we decide at that point, like, okay, cool. This is what I'm deciding and this is how I'm gonna work my way through this event. But then what can happen is that we carry that event for a while and everything's more or less fine until it's not fine. Uh, you know, usually in like at <laughs> some <fine>. point, right? <laughs> like at some point fine. things come up and we're like, oh, that's no longer working for me. But we don't see it that way because we don't know that that's like what's happening because nobody talks about that. But yeah. once somebody can point it out and be like, oh, well, that's what that's, that's the belief. And it's clearly not working for you now. So what do you want instead? How do you want to move forward from here? That's the, that's that rewiring. That's that reframe. So you get to choose something differently. Mm-hmm. And then, and that is really where, where the power is, but you know, um, and, and I will say this, you can absolutely do that at any time you have yeah. the choice to create something differently. I just also think that people, Uh, have a lot of emotions and they have a lot of things that are oftentimes tied into all of those events. So it can be really helpful to like have some of the like deeper dive techniques that help you to really Mm -hmm. be able to clear and rewire some of that stuff. But you can, you can. I think um, at an advanced level, you can uh, witness yourself in real time. And you can choose a new path or reality for yourself. But that, that's, in my opinion, that's is where very we want to get. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, where that's we, very advanced. That's the goal. And that's why I recommend like, there's just no way without accumulating some of the tools that I've had, that I have now and having the coaches I have had, which have been incredible. Um, there's just no way that I would be able to understand or learn how to be in complete control that I always have a choice um, because I was so bogged down by some of those heavier emotions and some of those heavier events that um, ultimately I chose 
to be stressful or be creating the reality that I had. Right. Yeah. Mm, I love it. So good. Um, we, so good. um, just a quick plug for you guys, um, who are listening, we do this technique and we work on this kind of stuff in our up-level program. Um, it is four weeks and it's, you get two breakthroughs. And so we'll help you kind of like dial in on what those, um, beliefs that are holding you back are maybe an emotion. And then, um, we'll break through them with you. And it's super awesome. And the reason that Kirsten and I started it is because we, we literally saw the results ourselves and how powerful, um, this not bypassing the mindset is (laughs) in not, yeah. in working on the mindset and how much that produced results for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the reason why we made it four weeks was just because we were seeing like, we work with people in all sorts of capacities, right? Like three months, six months, one year programs. There's like, and those are those, especially in those like one-on-one containers are really, really awesome. And there's so much transformation that's available in those. And I mean, like life changing things, but also what we realized is that it doesn't have to always be like these super massive containers. It's not, that doesn't always fit for everyone. And sometimes like all you really need is just this like tight knit, like I'm focusing on this one thing and we can do that in four weeks. We can shift Mm -hmm. that and then, you know, move on, um, or at least go on to the next step from there. Um, and I I think you and I have found that it's just a nice really daunting. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I think it, it can just be really nice to just get started and just like, see it as like, okay, yes. I can do this for four weeks. I can totally yeah. do this. Yeah. Uh, and it's a great way to kind of like get your feet wet in a sense too, of like, okay, yeah. okay. I see how this is going. This makes this, this, I see how this, you know, help me and, um, you know, then, then go from there. So yeah. And to um, know and have it as a resource so that like, when you go through it the first time, you're like, okay, cool. Transformation. got the two breakthroughs. Love that. And then the next time you need something and you are blocked, you've got a wall, you feel stuck. Um, you're not mm-hmm. seeing the results anymore, like whatever it is, or, um, you know, a certain event is really triggering you. Um, then you have that as a resource and you know, that we're always there for you if you need to like break through something new and we run it a few times a year. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's, what's awesome about it is that those, those breakthroughs are very available. Yeah. Very available. And so the next one is coming up in January. So yes. if, um, this episode was just like you and really calling <laughs> to you and you're like, and, and, getting and breaking through some of this would be something that you would find extremely helpful for you, then you can get on the wait list. Um, and the benefit Mm -hmm. of being on the wait list is that you will be the first to know, and you'll get first dibs on signing up. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, these, these do like, and can fill up. So, uh, if you would like to get on the wait list so that you can have that first chance to sign up, um, that this is the time to do it. So mm-hmm. um, I'll have the link in the show notes for you to join that wait list. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll be sending out all the things right prior to when we start in January. Mm-hmm. So awesome. I see so much freedom, mm-hmm. so much um, ease, so mm-hmm. much like effortlessness. I see so much like results mm-hmm. possible for, for all of you. So if you're looking for those results, <laughs> if you're looking for things to just feel better, joy, happiness, all of those things, or you don't even know those are possible, but you know that like there's something to work on. 
Mm-hmm. We got you. We got you. Love it. So, yeah. um, also next, the next episode that we're going to be doing, we are going to be talking about if you are the kind of person that kind of gets stuck in that, like condition to do more, like more is better. Um, like if that's you where it's just doing, doing, doing more, 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 this like kind of high achiever, like, Mm-hmm. Um, your productivity is tied to your self-worth or to your value like that. Yeah. If that is you, we are going to be if talking I'm not about the that. first person and the last person in the office, oh, yes. <laughs> then I won't be worth my job. Mm. If you are that person in any way, shape or form, mm-hmm. overwhelmed, burnout, <laughs> very, about. very common, like working 60 <laughs> plus hour weeks. Yeah. Just insane. Um, not sleeping because you're trying to fit as many things in as possible and believing you have to do more and more and more and more and more in order to get what you want and need. That is what we're going to be talking about next time. So Mm -hmm. thank you to you for being here. You're welcome. So excited. Thanks for having me. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll do this again for the next one. (laughs) All right. Thank you all for listening and we will see you on the next episode. Take care.